and you start to come up against, as you say, your shadow side, right? The dark side, the shadow side, um, shadow work, some people kind of refer to that, starts to happen. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, welcome back to the Startup Student Podcast and welcome back, Ali. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. This is a, a super exciting series. If you have not listened to episode one and two yet, you should do so because it's giving you insight into Ali's life and um, all the things that prepare you to have a fully remote lifestyle and how this can actually help you also to overcome challenges mentally, physically, uh, business, personal, everything. And um, I'm really looking forward to today's episode, um, which is all about looking also a bit more into your dark side and how this even helps you to develop you further and to achieve the work-life balance that you have. So Ali, I hand over to you. Maybe you want to kick off with um, a bit of uh, your experience there again and how also maybe um, being kinder to yourself helps you uh, in your personal and your business life as well. Yeah, totally. So um, I often say that going fully remote is a very personal journey and my experience and so many other people that I've met along my journey who also work fully remote, we all have very similar similar stories in the sense of that fully remote gave us freedom and flexibility. It gave us the opportunity to redesign our, our life in a way that, that makes us happy, right? That brings us joy the way that we want. Um, and in doing that, it becomes this journey of discovering what it is that you want for yourself. And you also, so you start spending more time with yourself. You have more, more time freedom typically when you're working remote, right? So you have more time for yourself, more time to focus on yourself, again, what you want. And you start to come up against, as you say, your shadow side, right? The dark side, the shadow side, um, shadow work, some people kind of refer to that, starts to happen, right? And you find that the, the things that are holding you back in your work life are the same things that are holding you back in your personal life and vice versa. And that's because you are just one person, right? So, I mean, the way you show up in your personal life is going to be the same that you show up in your work life. Very so true. If you, yeah, right? So if you're struggling with things like boundaries, um, um, was it judgment, guilt, shame, um, even, you know, not being kind to yourself, right? And you're doing, you're really hard on yourself at work. The likelihood um, is that you struggle with boundaries, being kind to yourself and, and shame and guilt in your personal life as well. So it's, it's, a, it's a really great opportunity for you to use the freedom and flexibility that comes with remote work to become your best self, you know, because you have that time freedom to focus on yourself. <clears throat> Um, so that's kind of what we'll be talking about more in depth today um, from yeah. my own personal. 
Perfect. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have to say, I, I like that you also say, okay, well, the way you show up in your personal life, you will also show up in your business life because sometimes people think they can um, divide these two areas in their life and can be a completely different person. And yes, I agree. You act maybe a bit different. Uh, you maybe dress different depending on the situations. I mean, I probably talk different to my mom, then I talk different to my boyfriend, then I talk different to friends, then I talk different to colleagues um, or, or clients. However, uh, for me, it's super important to always be yourself and no one can separate these lives um, because it's just one life in the end like you said you are just one person and if something happens in your private life of course it will affect you in your business life and um, yes you can try to stay professional and stuff but you will feel the effects of good or bad things uh, that are happening in your personal life how this translate into your um into your business life because even it will affect your sleep and if your sleep is affected it will affect your business productivity and everything so um totally. be aware that uh, if you think no it's okay no matter what's happening in one part it won't affect me in the other one if you have a difficult situation at work and uh, stress you will take this also into your personal life unfortunately and especially if you have your own business it's um almost not possible to separate properly so thank you for um, mentioning that because sometimes uh, people I think live in that um, illusion bubble yeah yeah it. yeah totally when I, when I first started my journey my fully remote journey um, I recognized that boundaries had been a big issue for me previously um, and of course as I as I learned more about boundaries and grew, I recognized that it was an issue in my life, you know, in every aspect of my life, but it had really been a big factor in why I had experienced that burnout at the, at the company before. And I not only, you know, was I terrible with, with boundaries, with one, knowing what my boundaries were, communicating the boundaries, and then following through on the boundaries. I also had from childhood emotional neglect, which we all have to some degree, um, I had kind of a, an issue with saying no to authority specifically. Uh, and so that was that was a big issue with, with my burnout. And so when I finally got to the point of like just exhaustion and desperation and took myself out of that situation, and I put myself into my next situation, which was my remote work, I knew I did not want to go back to to living my life like that. So I put some boundaries in place for myself. I'm only going to work part-time as a contractor, right? I'm only going to do certain things. And then I had to also then communicate those to authority figures, which for me was really scary um, because I didn't, you know, I didn't really do that before. Luckily, I worked in a company that made it um, pretty safe to, to express yourself. Um, so that was really great. So it took some time. It, it didn't definitely, it definitely didn't happen overnight, but it took time learning how to have healthy boundaries. I mean, still to this day, I'm still working on, you know, communicating my boundaries and following through my boundaries. And a big piece of the boundaries is also, you know, stems from your self-worth, right? Are you, do you feel like you are enough to say no to these things, right? Like self-worth and loving yourself is a big, big piece to this. So over the four and a half years of me working remotely, it's kind of been like this, you know, what is it on Shrek or something where the onion and the layers, right? You're peeling off. Uh, was mm -hmm. it Donkey said that? <laughs> and um, 
you know, it's, that's what it's been. It's been constantly pulling off new layers, um, you know, boundaries, but what is that connected to self-love, a self-worth, right? And then getting to, you know, the self, the self-love and, oh my gosh, I'm not kind to myself. I don't speak kind to myself. Oh my gosh, I have so much judgment to, you know, against myself and so much guilt and shame that I carry around. Okay. That's the next layer. That's the next layer. Right. So it's always like taking these layers off. And the, one of the more recent ones that I've experienced was, um, it was actually the kind of towards the end of last year when I had this, this, um, I guess revelation and I do, um, therapy and I do therapy with, with mushrooms. I have a therapist that I do, that I have these calls virtually with. So we did a three hour session while I was doing a mushroom, mushroom trip. And in that trip, it was so intense. We went so deep. Like she after said, we've made years of progress that you would make for talk therapy. But one of the things that I realized is that all of my relationships, like my personal relationships with, with men, I had basically self-sabotaged them because I had a wall. I was emotionally unavailable. All the while, all these many years, I thought I was available and I was just dating emotionally unavailable men and I didn't understand why I was dating them because they were safe on that side of the wall because that's where they wanted to be as emotionally available. And I was safe on my side of the wall because I was emotionally unavailable, right? So that was huge for me. And so, you know, at the same time, I'm also building my business and I'm struggling to convert clients, convert leads to clients, right? Like a lot of people are interested. They want to work with someone who can help them to be productive at remote work and enjoy their life, but not, not converting. And so I had a couple people do audits on my website, my marketing and things like that. And it consistently across the board, you're not connecting emotionally. You're not connecting emotionally. And it hit me. No, that's because I can't, I, I struggle with connecting emotionally with other people, even close to me. I struggle with connecting emotionally to myself. So of course I'm going to struggle connecting emotionally to my ideal client because I'm one person, right? So this is my, my, the, the current, um, Porsche, I, I guess like the, 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 the bringing my wall down and connecting emotionally with just other human beings and with myself it's like the, the, my current thing that I'm going through. And the great thing about this is that knowing how it is affecting my business and how it's affecting my personal life and knowing that I've gone through things in the past where I've made the progress and I've, you know, I've come to the place of, of healing where it takes a lot of work to get to, right? That I can stand confidently on my past experiences, knowing that that will be the case for this as well. And as I, and it's been great because as I have been healing and working on this, I have seen how it has also reflected in my business. And I am now able to start connecting more on an emotional level with, with my clients and their pain points and, mm-hmm. you know, and all of that. So it's, it's really cool. Um, but it, it's definitely, you know, like you are one person, like, yeah. you know, so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and thank you for sharing that. And, um, I, I was um, recently running this kind entrepreneur uh, online training with um, Harpal, who's the kind of, one of the kindest people I know, I think, and uh, really an expert, you can say, in kindness. Uh, she has studied uh, kindness for centuries uh, now um, and uh, trying to understand it and spreading kindness in the world. But one thing was really interesting, what she said, is that she always thought she was kind to herself 
um, and to others. Uh, and then she also did some work in our child work and, and stuff like this. And um, she discovered she wasn't kind to herself. And it's also always easier to be kind to others rather than yourself. Um, totally. Uh, especially probably because you don't even realize that you're not kind to yourself so even the realization when how and then maybe even go deeper like you also do and Harpal did is why you actually are not that kind to yourself um, takes a lot of effort and courage I think um, but also really um, yeah just realizing it is, is not the easiest I think because also I'm I think I'm kind to myself, but then sometimes I think, hmm, actually, after this course, after this training I did with her, uh, I also thought of some situations where I thought, actually, I'm not that kind to myself, and then started thinking about, okay, how can I be kinder, and what can I get rid of in my life as a routine or anything, or what do I have to work on to, to be able to be kinder to myself, and that helps then, like you also said, being able to be kinder to others and open up in all kinds of ways, not professionally, but especially also um, personally. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is amazing. And you know, that's the thing though, like it is a journey. You're not just going to overnight be like, okay, now I'm officially kind to myself, right? <laughs> like you, you said, you, you've, you've made some work, but then you came across something that brought another level of realization and, you know, um, challenged you to look at different areas and different things. And then you're like, oh, okay, well, here's some, some more areas that I can work on, right? And so the big piece to all of this is being self-aware, right? Um, and, and that's what I think, I kind of keep going back to the, the freedom and flexibility mm -hmm. and the, the time that you get when you're working remotely. You know, it's not the commute, you know, go in and you're dedicating, what is it, eight hours or sometimes more in this building to this work and these people, and then your commute again, and then you know, um, dinner and if you have kids and like all the things, I mean, I was just talking to my sister and she basically told me her day and like, I, I don't even know like where she finds time to poop. I mean, just, I'm just being real, like, you know, like, yeah. wow, gosh. And, you know, but when you get to, you know, have the remote work, cause she doesn't, she wants it. She's working towards that. And you get that extra time back and you get that freedom and flexibility and you do get to redesign your life and you do get to choose what you're focusing on in your life and you get to choose yourself and you get to be aware of how you're you're spending your days and um, making the choice of how you want to spend your days like this just opens up so much possibility for you to be able to be self-aware in this way and go deeper and go deeper and pull back those layers and become your very best self showing up fully for yourself for your family for your work, for your clients. And it's just, I mean, I love remote work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that comes through in everything uh, you, you're telling us. And um, I don't know what's not to like, unless maybe the number one thing that people might say, oh, if I work remotely, it means I work alone and it might mean that I'm less productive. Um, but it doesn't have to mean any of this, obviously you need to work with someone like you maybe to be more productive in things and, and get things done. But also 
you don't have to work alone. Uh, I know you're working on, on projects as well and you're meeting online with other people, offline as well, but also these days you can meet online and do some co-working together and you can you can um, connect with people, even though obviously in person is always different um, than online. However, there are ways in technology that make everything possible. Um, so yeah, I, I do love remote working and it does not mean you have to sit at home but exactly the philosophy that you're living is you can work from anywhere. It does not mean you have to sit alone at home and uh, even worse on your couch, maybe with not a proper chair and uh, a <laughs> table. Um, right. So I think uh, yeah. these are some of the myths uh, that people um, are thinking about. Um, what else? Totally. Mm -hmm. it, you know, and I think the thing that you, you, you know, you, you get to also, um, you don't have, like you were saying, you don't have to work from home alone, but you do get to choose who you work with, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you go into the office, you don't really get to choose who you work with, but every day when I'm working remotely, I get to choose, do I want to work by myself at home or do I want to reach out to some of my friends and go work at a cafe with them? And if so, who do I want to work with today? Right? So, um, and then, you, you know, you also mentioned virtually because we talked before about my virtual co-working. It's coworkclub.io and it's a great opportunity not only is it just a space for you to come and and co-work with other people but there's productivity tips um, where we help you um, to learn how to track your progress on a daily basis so that you can improve as well so there's a really um, great community that we're building but yeah there's communities there's virtual co-working there's you know even if you're working in the same town with co-workers it doesn't mean that you don't have to see them, you can go and work at a cafe or a restaurant with mm -hmm. them. Um, and for entrepreneurs, especially ones who are moving around being maybe digital nomads, like if you're looking for community, which we are when we're doing this, and it's one of the most important things is to, to dive into community, Facebook groups, WhatsApp, like connect immediately and, and start asking people, take the initiative to, mm. to either create something if there's not something um, that's what I did here in Oaxaca City. There wasn't anything. So I created it. Now I've got like 140 people in my WhatsApp group who we mm -hmm. hang out and co-work and stuff. So <laughs> it's, yeah, you don't have to do this alone. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think uh, that's lovely. And exactly that. Uh, if there is some, something missing, make sure you create it. If you, if you see the value in it for you and for others, why not? Uh, and having a community always helps with everything <laughs> that you're facing. Definitely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> These are all, all important things. And uh, it's it's nice to talk to you about it because it's just all the things that I went through with uh, the kind entrepreneur course that me and Harper created because it, she was dealing with all the um, kindness things, being kind to, your, to yourself and being kind to others. And then I was dealing with all the, the real you and uh, goal setting and all that kind of things that help you to be also kinder to yourself. And... Everything that you said, uh, she mentioned as well. So it's nice to, to have also another real life example. Uh, she talked a lot about boundaries and um, how to be kinder to yourself, uh, how to be kind to others and, and stuff. So, so thank you. It's nice to, to hear that from different point of view and see that it's actually lived as well. And it's not an easy journey. Unfortunately, most of the things that we try to do in this world or are doing in this world are usually not the easiest ones. Um, right. So 
really uh, well done also for for sticking with it and for working on on things and for digging deep because it can be scary and like i said it takes a lot of courage as well to um to go through a journey because you don't know what's going to come up so well done for that and um everyone else uh, who listens to this and thinks okay you want to dig deeper into why you'd actually doing things you the way you're doing and discovering a bit more about yourself uh, your past your future and your now <laughs> um look into uh, different kind of ways uh, to to find that out mm, i'm looking forward to our last episode that's coming up next week where we dive deeper into a lot of uh, practical tips for you so we are looking forward to um hearing from all of you guys and Thank you, Ali, for your time today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so, because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.